Boston Celtics get a huge win over Brooklyn, and Jason Tatum had almost nothing to do with it. It was the role players that made the difference in this one. I'll talk about that. Plus, the signs of growth that we're seeing in this team. And when Joe Mazzula said we're going to judge this team on their reaction to a horrible loss, that's what we're going to do right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team, step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network where it is your team every day and I'm here for you every day with a free fresh podcast drop directly to your device if you are a subscriber. So make sure you are subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. Even on YouTube, you can watch the show. You can join in a fun conversation, part of a growing community on the YouTube page. Lots of Celtics fans there discussing the podcast, discussing the Celtics. So check that out. Thank you for making this show your first listen, your first watch every day. I'm John Corrales. I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I'll get it right once one of these days. Boston Sports Journal. I also played basketball professionally once upon a time a long time ago. Today, talking to you after the Celtics beat the Brooklyn Nets 109-98. And what a game this was. Jason Tatum didn't look great. Everyone else basically did uh, an awesome, great win that uh, I think really shows the growth of this team. Talk about that later on. Uh, remember when Joe Mazzulla said this team will be judged on its uh, reaction to a horrible, horrible loss? Well, we're going to judge this team on their reaction to horrible, horrible losses. And also Jason Tatum says he's got a bunch of nagging injuries. Well, okay. Well, we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. First, let's get to this game and in the flow of a game where it looked like right away Jason Tatum was playing like he had Deuce on his back. He was giving Deuce a piggyback ride around the floor. He was just slow. It, it, he looked like a guy that played a lot of minutes in and had a had just no legs. In the night before, he he seemed to be struggling on the back-to-back. Hey, it happens. Not everybody can have that great back-to-back performance. So he came out and it was just not, it was just not great for him. And you thought, okay, well, Kyrie came out, they came out strong. And you thought, okay, Kyrie is here to play. He might be, he might be trying to drop 50 on the Celtics. And you started to see good performances from TJ Warren and guys like that. Joe Harris was hitting shots. And it the first quarter, it felt like I, Tatum played the whole first quarter. And the Nets made their run, and the Celtics came back, and 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 re, I think they took a lead at the end of the first quarter or, or was tied. And, and you come out of that first quarter going, wow, this is – it's amazing to me that the Nets have kind of allowed this to happen because Tatum doesn't look good. And at that point, the bench hadn't hadn't started. It's w- what they were about to do, 
And in the second quarter, actually, the second quarter started out with the Nets making their run. And it you actually saw Jason Tatum get up off the off the, the bench to, to check back in because Missoula was like, well, it was it was kind of a rock fight with Tatum in there. And this isn't going great. So we might as well throw Tatum back in there and see if he can't find some magic. Well, the magic came to the floor before Tatum checked in because all of a sudden it was Brogdon and and White and Pritchard and those guys piecing together an 8-0 run. And all of a sudden, a bad start to the, the second quarter became winning the Tatum minutes. And you know when you're facing a team without a star or with its star sitting down, how many times have they faced the, you know, when they play the nuggets and it's Jokic on the bench. And so you gotta, you gotta win the the minutes when Jokic is on the bench, when the Celtics won the minutes, even though it was by one, when the Celtics won the minutes of Tatum sitting on the bench, you started to get that thing that, that thought in your head, like, Hmm. Hmm. I wonder what's going on with this team right now. Cause these guys are starting to, to pick it up a little bit. Pritchard started to, you started to say, Hey, could this be a good Pritchard game? Now he didn't really catch fire until later on, but you saw that Malcolm Brogdon was starting to get his, you started to see Derek white early on, get his in the beginning of the second quarter. You started to see Luke Cornette, Luke Cornette had some amazing plays in this game. An alley-oop, a corner three-pointer. You you never saw Cornette take three-pointers. He actually took one in the last game. His foot was on the line, and he made it. So this is just a continuation. He, He hasn't been taking a lot of threes, but he took that one in the corner, and he made it. Cornette was starting to make a contribution, and... Tatum, at the end of the second quarter, went on a little 7-0 run by himself, and the Celtics had a lead heading into the half, and that had to have them energized. But even in the third quarter, Tatum comes out, and he's just not – he was worse. He was somehow worse in that third quarter, and here comes the bench again. And this time, to start the fourth quarter, it was just a, a barrage. There was no waiting around. Brogdon had it. Pritchard had it. Pritchard with the offensive rebounds. Pritchard uh, with the drive from the right corner, laying it in. He started to find his confidence. By the way, how many times have we said, if you're not hitting from three, get to the rim. You can get to the line. Pritchard all of a sudden said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive. I'm going to lay this in. He finishes a couple at the rim. He starts to feel good about himself. You start to feel that scoring. And next thing you know, he hits, he hits a three. Um, it's, it's just great to see these guys step up with Tatum playing like crap. Jalen Brown out. And, and by the way, Jalen Brown out for maybe two weeks with the strained groin. So one to two weeks seems to be the prognosis here. So no Jalen Brown in the uh, weekend Charlotte two game series, 
both games in Charlotte. They don't return to Boston for uh, another week. So Thursday against the Warriors might be the earliest we'll see Jalen Brown. But no Jalen Brown, no Al Horford with the, as I put it, low back-to-back stiffness. Jason Tatum, you you almost might as well have not have had him uh, for the way he played for big stretches. Although, look, he, he did have 11 rebounds, to be fair. He did have 11 rebounds. He did have five assists. He did do other things. He just shot poorly, 7 of 22 from the field, 2 of 10 from the line. He was worse. He shot like 18% in the second half. Just horrible. But you go down the box score one after another after another. Everybody made a contribution. Hell, even Sam Hauser, who only played five minutes, uh, when he was in there, he did have a you know a couple hustle plays and uh, I believe a, a putback. So, but down the line, Grant Williams made a contribution. Robert Williams made a big contribution, uh, offensively especially as that outlet with Tatum driving, and they were just beating the crap out of Tatum. They really this was not only was Tatum seemingly tired, he was hounded, double teamed, triple teamed from time to time. He They made his life absolute hell, which is exactly what we expected going into the game. With no Jalen Brown, they were going to make Tatum's life absolute hell. And they tried to do that, and they did, and he, did, he didn't shoot well. And this is exactly what you want from the rest of the, the team. The, you want to see other guys step up. This is a sign of growth. This is a sign of the benefits of the recent struggles. I'll talk about that when I come back here on the Locked On Celtics podcast. First, today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs is helping small business owners and hiring managers find success in 2023. I grew up in a small business. I was a hiring manager once upon a time, and something like LinkedIn Jobs can do what you need in these positions, which is bring in a large pool of candidates so you can say, hey, all of these people seem really good, but I need to whittle it down to some very specific skills, and that's what LinkedIn Jobs can do. You can quickly attract your qualified candidates to the uh, open jobs with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post, company, and their 875 million member profiles. So you can put your post in front of the most qualified candidates, and then you identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them fast and for free. Makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications. It's all on one platform, and this is why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockdownNBA. That's linkedin.com slash LockdownNBA to post your job free. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Make Lockdown NBA your second listen every day or Lockdown NBA game to game. They're both on the same feed. Lockdown NBA has got all the big stories from the NBA. I host on Wednesdays. Lockdown game to game is a great recap of every night's game from the local hosts about a minute or so from each side after each game so you can get a real good sense of what happened in the league. It's both on the Lockdown NBA feed, so subscribe there. You can also watch them on YouTube. This game, the Celtics uh, pulling out the, the win over Brooklyn is an example of why 
Joe Mazzulla is right that the recent struggles have been beneficial. The Celtics have been winning these games without benefit of the three-point shot. They only shot 12 of 36, 33%. You think about this a month ago. It's no, it's January 13th. A month ago is when the, the, the real kind of struggle started. You tell me what you think would have happened if I told you the Celtics are going to shoot 33% against a Brooklyn team that shot 38% from three, that Tatum was going to struggle without Jalen Brown, without Al Horford. I just don't think when I, if I laid that out, I don't think people would have thought much about that game. I think people would have said, you know, you probably would have said, okay, well, chalk that up as an L. We'll move on to Charlotte and hopefully you get a couple of wins there and you come out of this road trip two and three and everybody's happy. But this is where you start to see the benefits of coming out of that initial stretch of just hot shooting that that went away and 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 maybe uh, maybe a little cockiness from that hot shooting was responsible for some of the losses because you think oh well no we'll just shoot our way back into this we'll shoot we'll just keep shooting and the Celtics 36 out of their 86 shots were three pointers in this game three pointers weren't falling they got to the rim 50 shots uh inside the arc Malcolm Brogdon, Peyton Pritchard after the game said, we played faster. We started to play faster. Jason Tatum was in the game. The game was mucking up. It was getting slow. You can see, like I said, when, when he's tired and when he's being double teamed, he the, the, the ball would move and he would get it and he would do that little pendulum thing with the ball. Let's bring it down and survey the, the floor and it just became a ball stopper. And Against a team like Brooklyn, that's that's the worst thing you can do because a team like Brooklyn, who's who's been defending a lot better, right? So their defensive rating has has climbed a lot. But if you're not putting pressure on a team that's not necessarily full of great defenders, the more pressure you can put on them, the more they're going to break. It's my analogy with the hanger. If you take a wire hanger and you keep bending, 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 Eventually, it will break. This is what you do to a Nets defense that, despite playing better, especially without Kevin Durant now, you keep bending, 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 and they will break. But Tatum just kind of didn't bend them at all. So figuring out, okay, instead of feeding off the misses and feeding off the real bad energy that started the game, the bench comes in and says, you know what? We're going to change things. And Malcolm Brogdon talked about this a few games ago. I forget after which game. But he said, we fed off of the first unit. But we needed to, I think this was in Dallas. I think it was after the OKC game. We said, we've been feeding off the first unit. And we should be kind of our own thing where if they're playing well, then yeah, feed off of that. But if they're not playing well, then come in and change that. And with Tatum not playing well, 
to see Brogdon come in and change that and Pritchard come in and change that or Derek White as a starter come in and shoot well and have that ball movement uh, work in his favor. Uh, that is something you like to see. And, and to have all of these guys come in and kind of change the energy on their own when the guys that you normally rely on aren't playing great, that's the benefit of the struggles. That's what everything you've gone through, this is what you want to see. This is what you want to see from these guys. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually encouraged. This is actually, I think, one of the better wins of the year. One of the best from this season because of their progression. Um, it's not always going to be great. It's not always going to be roses and puppy dogs. It's it's going to be tough, tough games. It's going to be Tatum shoots poorly. You lose one of these guys to a sprained ankle or 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 whatever. Both maybe somebody maybe they're both in foul trouble. Maybe whatever situation exists, there are going to be times when you can't rely on them. To see them go up against, hey, look, a a Brooklyn team that was not whole, if they had if they had Kevin Durant would have been a totally different story. No doubt about it. But a motivated Brooklyn team that is still show, showing itself to be decent, even though I don't trust them uh, to carry this through. They're playing well right now. Uh, and, and the, you know, Kyrie was motivated to, to make, to, to make a statement in this game. And he didn't, uh, they, to, to come out and, and win this game, I'm I'm impressed by this. A side note, Ben Simmons is they're not going to win anything. They're just not going to win anything with Ben Simmons. I I'll I'll make that statement right now. Ben Simmons is not going to help them win a championship. He was great in transition. One of the keys to this game was stopping the transition. And uh Simmons had 13 assists through three quarters. Fourth quarter, he had none. Because the Celtics finally shut the water off, they stopped turning the ball over uh, incessantly, and they uh, were able to make some shots and set their defense. And in the half court, Ben Simmons sucks. He just sucks in the half court, giving up shots. You work so hard in the offense to to move the ball and move the defense and swing the ball around, and you finally get it to a guy who's going to take a good shot, and it's Ben Simmons. And he gives up the good shot that you just worked for. All the stuff that I talk about on this podcast, that every basketball podcaster talks about, that every coach wants to talk about, everything that the people have geared their offenses to, ball movement, cutting, getting the best possible shot. And here's Ben Simmons getting a bunch of great potential looks, and he passes out of them. I can't, I just cannot, unless... Unless somebody hypnotizes this guy, if he keeps playing like this, he they're not going to go anywhere. They're just not going to go anywhere. You got to get over this little hurdle of yours that says, I don't want to get fouled. Or maybe don't. I mean, from a Celtics perspective, don't. Continue to play exactly the way you want to play because that's not going to help them win anything. All right, let's, let, let's judge the Celtics on their reaction to the Oklahoma City loss because that was where Joe Mazzulla said, hey, this was bad. We didn't want to go through this, but we'll be judged on, on how we react to this. 
Talk about that when I come back. First, today's show is brought to you by Bet Online, your number one source for sports betting information, your stats, your news, your analysis. It's all right there at betonline.net. You can get the latest odds and trends for all your professional sports, even amateur sports, even international sports. Uh, NFL is heading into the playoffs. All your basketball stuff is obviously there. Uh, spring training. Hey, it's almost spring training time. Can you believe that? It's almost spring training. I, I can't. I mean, come on. Uh, that's all there. Baseball will be there at betonline.net. You can even get sports podcasts, which obviously you like those. And it's the fastest and easiest way to get all your betting information. So head on over to the website. You can use your mobile device to do it. Bet online is where the game starts. Please gamble responsibly. Joe Missoula sat there after the Oklahoma City loss and, and pulled no punches. I mean, he, he gave it to his team a little bit there and said, among the things that he said was, look, we're not going to be judged on this result. We're going to be judged on how we react to this result. They had just lost to the Denver Nuggets. Um, they had those few losses, the Orlando loss twice, the Pacers loss. So th there was a stretch there from going back a month ago, December 10th, Warriors loss, Clippers loss, Orlando, Orlando, Indiana, five losses in six games. Then, okay, you beat the Timberwolves. They they were missing guys. You beat the Bucks on Christmas Day. That was nice. You beat the Rockets. That's nice. Uh, beat the Clippers. That was a tough game. That was good. And then the two losses, the Denver loss where I thought they played well, but execution was not great or played, played the effort was good. Execution was bad. And the Thunder loss, which 150 to 117 is, ugh. So it was an up and down stretch and people are like, okay, well, well who are you guys now? Well, what's going on with you guys? Well, let's judge them on how they reacted. They come out, they play Dallas. In Dallas, on TNT, Luka game, that was a great game. They ended up winning that game by a ton. That was a, that was a great reaction. That was a fully motivated, great reaction game where they got great performances up and down the board. That's kind of like a, hey, this is kind of the, we're, we're the contenders. This is, this is, you should kind of recognize that this is the best team in the league. So that was a good win. Then the San Antonio Spurs, and there's a that's a game that we put a lot of pressure on kind of, well, not that they felt the pressure, but we, I, people like me put pressure out there to say, Hey, you got to come out and perform in this game. And they won the game. And it was kind of like a, a, a not sloppy game, but Spurs didn't go away. Um, the Celtics had to kind of, bear down and figure that game out and, and hold off a plucky team, a, a team that just doesn't know how to quit. And they, they pulled that out. It's a di very different kind of win against the, um, the Spurs. And then they beat the bulls. They come in and the bulls game was, uh, they, they almost let go of the rope in that game, but they held off. Nikola Vucevic, they didn't give him a ton of offensive rebounds. They only gave up uh, four offensive rebounds that were non-garbage time uh, at that point. They they really kind of they limited their turnovers. That was a different kind of win. They they kind of adjusted to the Cleveland Cavaliers 
style. And I mean, I'm not Cleveland Cavaliers. What am I talking about? A Chicago Bulls style. And I'm sorry, my brain had like, I'm recording this at two 30 in the morning. My brain stopped working at about midnight. So I'm really kind of trying to grind out a podcast here for you. <laughs> so Chicago Bulls is who I was talking about. Different kind of win. Three different wins, three different kinds of wins. New Orleans Pelicans, that was a different kind of win as well because that was Jalen Brown going off. That was Jalen just carrying the load and then Tatum finishing it off. That's a different kind of win. That was a, a patient Jalen Brown that I gushed about yesterday. And now the Brooklyn Nets, where it was all the reserves and all the role players. Marcus Smart, I didn't even talk about Marcus Smart, who had a great second half. Those guys all stepped up. The Celtics are winning in different ways. All of these wins are very different games. This wasn't a formula where you come in, you do X, Y, Z, you play. My, my criticism of this team has been from the beginning. They're only great if they play a certain way. And if they deviate from that, that way that they play, they're not going to be very good. And that point does stand. If they move the ball and make quick decisions and play that 0.5 basketball, they're extraordinarily capable of playing that 0.5 basketball better than anybody else in the league. And if they're making quick decisions and passing and moving and cutting and setting screens for one another, this team is unstoppable. You add to that a level of defense, especially one that, that Rob played. By the way, Robert Williams played 30 minutes in this game. They bumped up his minutes there more than he's played. Very curious to see how he responds to that. Uh, if he's going to have any soreness, if he might miss one of these Charlotte games, curious about that. But anyway, add to this whole thing the Robert Williams element and working him in and the defense, which has climbed to fifth on cleaning the glass. So top five offense, number one offense, I still believe, and number five defense. So that's pretty elite, if you ask me. But when they play that specific style, they're unbeatable. But the problem is they've been beatable when they don't play that style. And now they're winning games with deviations from that. They, they wouldn't have won this game for sure. They probably would have lost one of those other Spurs, Bulls, Mavericks games that like, I don't think they would have won that uh, a month ago. They have now started to learn other ways to win. Other players on the team have started to figure out, okay, this is how I should be approaching these games. Malcolm Brogdon is a great example. Brogdon has been, you know, he came out really well, and then he hit a swoon, and his, his play dipped as the rest of the Celtics play dipped. And as he starts playing better, the team is playing better. And I think there's that's no coincidence. It's a kind of chicken and egg kind of thing going on there. Did they play worse because Brogdon was playing worse? Or did Brogdon play worse because the team wasn't playing its, its best? I think there's a little bit of both in there. He's starting to learn a little bit more about how he needs to be uh, playing off the bench. Let's give him a little bit of slack, too. He's been a starter, and it's still basketball, but... I can tell you that coming in and understanding like you get the feel of the game and you get to play through some mistakes, and you know, you've got like 
you get to kind of feel out the refs and everything. It's like, it's just like, you know, I, I like to use boxing analogies a little bit because those first few rounds in a boxing match in a 10 round match, the first couple of rounds are just feeling them out. Okay. What does he have? Does he have the jab working? Does he have this working? Does he, does it look like he's springy? Does it look like he's moving? What, what is he going for? You get to kind of feel out like, okay, it looks like he's trying to set me up for this, this left hook. So I'm going to be mindful of that. When you're coming off the bench, you're, you're starting out in the third round and you gotta, you gotta almost like you're watching the fight and then you enter the body of that fighter in the third round. And you're like, okay, I think I see what's happening, but I haven't been able to feel it out myself. It's just a little bit different. And if you've been a starter your whole career, it, it is different. So giving a guy like Brogdon a little bit of slack to figure himself out, this is, this is part of that too. So judging this team on its reactions to, on, to, to the Thunder loss, I, I feel really good about how they've been able to pull that out, how they've been able to react. This is a team that is growing and this win kind of tells us that this win and the the other four, because they've now won five in a row, are part of the tapestry. They're winning games in different ways, and it's showing the growth, and it's showing Joe Mazzulla was right. He was right about how this team was going to be judged. I hope you don't judge me too harshly about this podcast, because like I said, that brain, sometimes the brain just shuts off when it wants to, and I can't hit the combination to get it going. So uh, I'm going to wrap up the podcast right there. I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Please subscribe on the YouTube cha channel there. Uh, it really is. I, I know I'm saying it's a growing Celtics community a lot. It really is because you look at the comment section and there are threads down there that are, are discussing and they're actually going back and forth. and. I'm checking them out. It, it seems like normal conversation for the most part, which you don't get a lot on the internet, but it's going to try and keep that the case on the Lockdown Celtics page because sometimes Twitter sucks and you can hop on there and actually have maybe, maybe you can find some decent conversation there. So subscribe there, leave your comments, like the videos, all of that stuff. And I'd love it if you shared the video, share the podcast, tell your friends and family and everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day.